created that series called Let's Normalize What is Normal, where I'm talking about touchy subjects and subjects that are either taboo or really charged emotionally, that really polarize people's opinion, such as sex, money, death, or subjects like body hair, masturbation, naked bodies, all those type of subjects that we're gonna go through during the next few weeks. The point is to open a conversation, is to open a deep thinking about the reason why we think what we think, is to question our beliefs, is to question where our beliefs come from. We were not born thinking that there is something wrong with with sex. We were not born thinking that there is something wrong with money or that there was something wrong with death or body hairs or naked bodies or masturbation or anything. But through conditioning and through learning and growing up, we learn. We are taught what is appropriate, what is not. Our belief system is built. And that's why I'm obsessed about mindset work is going to the root of our beliefs, digging deep, deep, deep so we can find what is at the core of our whole system of belief, which creates the world that we live in. Because literally when you can go to that root and question like, why am I thinking that? Why am I believing that to be true? And that you can prove yourself that is not the truth or you decide to choose another truth for yourself. Your reality on the outside literally change because your view on it and your beliefs around it changed. So why do you believe what you believe? I think it's a very interesting thing to ask yourself, especially in times of trigger. So every time you will be triggered, pissed off, annoyed, or very emotionally charged, every time you have a strong opinion, every time you think you're right and you know the truth and you know better, every time you're in opposition with someone about a subject because you really, really think that you are right. Ask yourself, why do I believe what I believe? This is the most interesting time to do this because it will ask so much humility, self-awareness, and also kind of a letting go so that you can come back into your inner child that don't really care about being right or wrong. There is so much scriptures and teachings from gurus and tradition over the world talking about going out of this rightfulness. This is the last step before freedom. When we can free ourselves from thinking that we are right or wrong, when we can escape that, when we can just move through that and transcend that, then we feel free. And I've experienced it for myself and I'm sure you'll experience it also in your life at some point when you can let go really and just be and you don't try to force people to think like you even internally i mean it doesn't have to be in a relationship with someone and it's not just accepting 
that someone could have a different truth is really accepting it. <laughs> there is different layers of that. And I'm sure you experience it as well of like, okay, this person is not thinking the same and you have this voice in your head of like, I should accept it because da da da. <laughs> and somehow you're trying so hard to accept it, but you still think that your way is the best way, that what you think is the truth. And that's really, really reassuring. So I get it why we do that. And it's tricky to go outside of that but let's give ourselves some grace and compassion and just play with some concept for a bit today i want to talk about sex one of my favorite subjects <laughs> there is something in common with sex money and death is that we are so obsessed with it but no one really talks about it And if we do talk about it, it brings just so much opinions and strong emotions and everyone has a way of thinking it and whatever. For a very long time, up until now, and I still do sometimes, but you know, talking about sex is very uncomfortable. Like I grew up in a family where we would not talk about it. Like, it's super duper taboo. Like, no sex ed, no sex jokes, no thing. <laughs> And I remember my ex-boyfriend, her mom, she was just making sex jokes sometimes. And I was so shocked because we never experienced that in my family, in my environment. And if you know, there will be sex on the TV or someone else outside our family would make a joke. Like, it would make everyone really uncomfortable. But on the deepest part of myself, I always question, like, why is it so taboo? I was taught that we don't talk about these things, that this is not appropriate, that this is intimate, that blah, blah, blah. But I always question, like, why would it be that way? I don't get it. Like kind of everyone is here on earth because at some point two <laughs> person had sex in most cases. So it made me question why is it so touchy and edgy? And now I think we're talking more and more and more about it. And I'm so grateful to be part of a society that evolved so much compared to even just a few years ago and to be able to educate people on that and even in my work helping people to tap into their sexuality into their sensuality into embracing and accepting that sex is a big part of life that you can have sex with yourself that it's a sacred act that there is no taboo whatsoever around it and that there is so much limiting beliefs limiting choices i love to call limiting beliefs choices because we actually choose at some point to believe them let's choose another story let's choose liberation let's choose to normalize sex to normalize the act of sex and not seeing it as something 
taboo. Also not seeing it as we were taught in um, the porn. I think the porn industry is responsible for a lot of distortion around sex, around this sacred union between two souls. So it's very, very interesting to question your beliefs, to question why do you believe what you believe and what is your relationship with sex. I will be super happy to chat about it and open a conversation about it. I have my Facebook group that I just reopened. <laughs> I mean, it was always open, but I left it behind and I didn't know if I will be back, but I really want to use that container for conversation. I want to talk with you. I want to exchange point of views. That's when it gets really interesting. Also, I'm having a free three-day challenge called Radiant as Fuck Challenge, the three-day Radiant AF Challenge. It's gonna be wonderful. It's 15 minutes per day, three days, so very tiny commitment for big results. I wanted to create something that can easily be implemented by everyone for more focus, productivity, self-esteem and confidence and just more energy. We go through different uh, practices every day in less than 15 minutes. We have one breath work, one embodiment practice and one journaling exercise per day. It's gonna be so amazing. You also get access to all the juicy content on replay. I cannot wait to see you there and <laughs> to share that with you. So if you're interested and want to know more, we're going to explore different topics. Day one is going to be about raising your vibration. Day two is clean this shit out. <laughs> and day three is full activation. I am so excited for this challenge because I think that sometimes people think you need six hours of meditation and yoga and doing all the work and reading tons of books and following a hundred millions trainings and spending hours on the phone with your coach and doing all the things in order to have a transformation. But again, that's just a belief. <laughs> there is a way you can have a deep transformation in only three days in only less than 15 minutes. So let me show you that. It's completely free and deeply, deeply transformative. If you are ready, just sign up on my website. I will put the link in the show notes so you can access it and register to join the challenge. Thank you so much for listening.